I have gone at least three years without thinking of Jeff Dunham. Would it be so bad if an 84-year-old got into heroin? Welcome to the Cat Organizational Podcast. You idiot. It's written down in front of you, you idiot. This is like the buffalo chicken wrap of answers. I haven't heard about hot orcs in a while. We were so horny for motion controls in 2005. I can't wait to come back and tell you how it was Noah's Ark, you asshole. I would also like to retroactively say I've never had cotton candy acid. So Andrew's 100% doing a voice, right? Everybody get off IMDb now. Time to record. This episode and probably this whole this whole podcast is a mistake. Hello and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this show, we talk about comic books, video games, and how now is the perfect time for everyone to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It is the perfect show for quarantine. Go do it now. That is 100% how I've spent my quarantine. I just finished season six this morning. Yeah, I finished season six two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's how you've spent your quarantine so, so far. far. Oh, no. Well, season seven is about to start airing on TV, and I will inject yeah. that into my brain hole quite the same. Retweet. Retweet. Copy retweet. Um, so, guys, I am, I am not what you would call athletically inclined. Um, Todd <laughs> what a <can> segue. <laughs> Do you guys want to watch Agents <laughs> of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Also, I'm not athletically inclined. Do you think it's why we decided to do a podcast about video games and comic 100% books? 100% why we are doing a podcast about uh, video games and po- comic books. As Todd can attest, I've thrown up at two of his CrossFit classes that he's invited me to. How many have, you, how many have I invited you to? Two. I'm two for two. <laughs> <laughs> in his in his defense, though, you keep drinking before the night before. Stop it! That's that is <laughs> the, the two are unrelated. Kyle might not be athletically inclined, but if you want somebody to get trashed and work out with the next morning, Kyle yeah. is your man. He's inclined at binge drinking the night before a workout. Uh, so, uh, you guys, you guys can imagine then my shock when I was contracted by Marvis and Marvis Worldwide to help them pitch a new fun sports game. Um, And in my panic, I called Todd Cheese Rolling Thomas, Andrew Chess Boxing Henderson, and Matt Underwater Hockey Cole to help me out. (laughs) Those sound like old-timey boxer names. (laughs) And now, take it on the stage, Matt Underwater Hockey Cole. (laughs) I was going to say old-timey euphemisms for doing the sex did you kids do yeah. underwater yeah. hockey? Oh, I caught them kids cheese rolling out back. <laughs> oh, cheese rolling is like is definitely a euphemism for a weird like homemade drug yeah. kids yeah. found in high school. <laughs> like a very rural America yeah. like, like terrible drug. Mm-hmm. So guys, what are your what's your history with sports video games? Cuz I've played Madden on the DS. <laughs> <laughs> one time and what super an mario strikers and that's uh, it kyle thank you thank you for clarifying sports games <laughs> uh let's see does tony hawk's pro skater count it kind of counts i've also played right. that one that and madden 06 on the Wii. <laughs> i played a lot of nfl blitz the playstation version and then one of our friends in college and i played a lot of the whatever NFL Blitz came out in the like late, like leading up to 2010, 
we played. Oh yeah, they they tried to remake Blitz. Yeah. Oh no, they didn't try. They did. Well, um, <laughs> technically, is they so tried. Correct. They tried to get a remake of Blitz off the ground. I think is yeah. more accurate. That's uh-huh. what, what I was what feeling. I meant. Well, and it and it hit some of the some of the spots and then others it didn't but anyway we played a lot of that or at least i watched him play while i drank um i played a lot of sports games but i also played a lot of sports um the only madden okay, game brag about it man okay all right, sure yeah, all right um yeah well so that's the difference between you guys is like you guys were were chunky and unathletic in high school but you've pulled it together I was athletic in high school, and now I'm fat and slow. So Pulled we just it went together. <laughs> we went in opposite Todd, directions. Todd is the only one uh, here who runs marathons. Let's let's get the record straight. I ran four <laughs> days ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brag about it. Um, yeah, no, I the only Madden game I had was 2002, uh, but I played the shit out of NBA Street V3. Uh, I also had the NHL game for the Wii, where you got to play with a hockey stick, and I liked that a lot. Um, NHL hits was really good. Oh, I did play a lot of Wii bowling. I guess technically yeah. those are sports. <laughs> yeah. but. Played some NCAA football. I played a lot of sports games. All right. So, well, good. Someone here has experience with what we're trying to do today. Today, just to be just to be super clear, today is Matt's to lose. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're we're putting we're putting the the peanut butter in with uh, Matt's chocolate of actually having played a sports game we'll we'll get to why matt's it, again it's matt's game to lose today so as i said we're here to come up with debate this is pitch for a sports game but we've got a few stipulations from marvis and marvis worldwide guys um so marvis and marvis does not want us to get lost on the shelves with all of the maddens and fifas and other licensed pro games so we're going to adapt an obscure competitive sport today no footballs, basketballs, hockeys, or soccers, guys. Um, let's let's go off the beaten path. And Marvis and Marvis also want the game to be more like fun and approachable to people who aren't necessarily sports fans. So we're gonna pitch this in the style of like the backyard series of games, the jams, the blitzes, the Super Mario Strikers. You know, something fun, flashy, and plays well with everyone, not just like people who have memorized all of the NFL stats for the last 10 years. So let's get into it. What obscure sport are you guys adapting today? Um, Tell us about the real sport, how it's going to translate to a a video game, and kind of what of these other games are you going to style it after? Is it a a jam or blitz where it's, well, so jam and blitz had like, you know, you like, you play the ball off the fence and like and the the those kind of rules or we've got the black backyard games where everyone's a kid and it's it's nice and fun um so like how does that change the game just tell me tell me about the game you're bringing today what are we doing todd yes kyle what are you, what what game are you adapting <laughs> what fun are wholesome you... <laughs> sport are you bringing todd <laughs> so okay kyle and and everyone else who's gonna lose to me today with my ideas um <laughs> big words know, todd these, over here it, it, in these trying times, what we need more now than anything is a sport that can be done from home with objects readily available to casual athletes dreaming of going big. And so we're going to build a game that inspires people in their own, you know, arena in which they live. So for that reason, and many, many, many more, Kyle, today I'm here to tell you how we're going to bring wife carrying into the spotlight it deserves. 
<laughs> wife carrying. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I've got some pieces here to add to that. So we're going to be poaching from what I referenced earlier, the the successful NFL Blitz's launch um, in the the pre-2010, and then they relaunched officially in 2012. We're going to steal their structure um, and also their dev team because they're not doing anything. And we're going to reclassify this, though, as partner carrying because not only is that the progressive answer, it's also going to add new challenges to what some have dubbed America's fastest growing casual sport. Who has so, dubbed it that? That's I my have first question. That. Todd, some have Todd dubbed, dubbed it. it that. Some. I didn't say many. It's some. <laughs> so, so wait. So, Todd, the real thing is wife carrying? Like wife that's... carrying is an actual sport. Can you sure. give me, I don't know, the rules uh, or something about wife carrying? How do you win at wife carrying? How does one wife carry? So... So it, it the it, it dates back to the 19th century in Finland because of course, of course but the the modern version um was founded uh, the North American Wife Carrying Championship was founded in 1999. I don't so, believe that's real. <laughs> that's the sentence I'm reading to you. There are rules uh, and regulations so teammates don't have to be legally married. Um <laughs> you're also you well, know what's the point? Yeah, I know, right? You don't have to wear a helmet. Um, but, uh, what does happen is they do have to like carry their partner through the entire obstacle course. And this is like over hills through water, the whole nine yards. There are different strategies in how you can carry your partner, either like fireman's carry over the shoulder or one that has been made popular overseas is the, the man to describe this in an audio podcast. <laughs> so imagine someone, imagine you were giving someone a piggyback ride, right? So like their legs are around your waist and their arms are like around your neck. Now flip them completely upside down. So their arms are around your waist and their legs are around your neck. Like, like a human backpack. Like, like, a backpack. <laughs> like, a hum- like an upside down human backpack. Putting, putting their face right, right at, at your butt, butt level. Yeah. Dirt, that's, butt, butt level. Butt to nose. All right. Yeah. Um. So let me let me keep going here. So uh, again, America's fastest growing casual sport. So our game it starts with with you and your partner in a character creator where you get to balance your stats and strength, speed, endurance, pain threshold, and alcohol tolerance. Right? Because we are stealing <laughs> we are stealing what NFL Blitz probably got right with their like character creator in their exhibition mode. So you're going to take your pair through a career mode where you start by racing other couples just in the neighborhood, and eventually you have to work your way up to citywide, statewide, and tri-state challenges. Okay. And then ev- I like that it tops at tri-state. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, eventually, eventually, your your goal is to make it to the North America Championship. Well, we gotta you gotta you gotta build for a sequel because how are we gonna do wife carrying world tour if you don't if you don't start small? <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and so you know some other things to look forward to when you're like making your way out of the neighborhood. Um, you're gonna face off against people like Sweaty Dad Steve and <laughs> the Cat Ladies, and then the local area boss. It is the annoyingly fit couple couple the next cul-de-sac over so that they're like the the area boss that you have to fight your way out of the the bottom line is that partner carrying it gives you that reason to show your dominance against other members of your local pta um <laughs> and and plus in case you're curious what you play for uh <laughs> the north american wife carrying championships right this is a real thing the winning couple brings home the wife's weight in beer oh. and oh. and five times her weight in cash What's neat, though, 
is because this, this feels is incredibly offensive. It's <laughs> well, super, well, super sexist. Well, wait though. Since yeah. we're fi- since we're gonna fix this with partner carrying, you could theoretically end up with like two beefy bros who are in this like loving partnership who come in and crush the competition and bring home the beefiest bros five times his weight in cash. <laughs> So, I mean, the beer prize is tied to the weight of the person being carried. So it's not yes. the beefiest. It's the, the one who gets carried. I feel like, though, that you're like creating it. You're naturally creating a loophole where it's just like, ah, just give him a bunch of quarters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't look into what they meant by weight in cash, but yeah. I just got stuck in this like, man, do you like if you have to be in an official partnership, do you partner up with someone for like speed and training? Are you both light and agile and you can go through the obstacle course faster? Or do you want like the big haul of cash in the end? Hmm. Oh, yeah. There's, there's strategy there for Some sure. Things reward. to consider. I'm bringing to you the partner carry. And like I said, Kyle, you and Marvis and Marvis can be on the coattails of America's fastest growing casual sport. All right. Partner carrying blitz, as presented by Todd G. Thomas. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's the title of the game. It just says it's, that on the box. Yeah, it's, it's like 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 Sid Meier's Sims. <laughs> it's uh, Sim City. It's Todd T- Todd G. Thomas's partner carrying blitz. They made me put my name on the sin I have created. <laughs> you own it. You have to deal with it now. Andrew, what sport are you a- adapting into a video game? All right, so I'm going to give you the first actual sport of the day because uh, <laughs> I don't know how partner carrying constitutes an actual sport, but that's fine. Because Todd isn't a sport, it's merely marriage counseling. <laughs> uh, the amazing race, the sport. I want to talk today about blade sports. Oh, man, now, me too. <laughs> I also want to talk about blade sports. Fuck. Like, blade sports is so good. So just for a little context, so uh, for those of you who haven't heard of blade sports, it's the official name given to that thing that you've probably seen in a gif of a large sweaty man with a scraggly chin beard just violently beating a two-by-four with what what looks like a cross between a chef's knife and a like a like a file, like a file for like you'd have in like a wood shop, yeah, or like, or like a metal file. But but guys, let me tell you, blade sports is blade so much sports. more than just obese middle-aged men grunting and cho- chopping segments of rope. What what I would consider, and it was often referred to as the dressage of cutlery-based competitions. <laughs> By who? <laughs> Andrew, Andrew did citation, that. Citation needed. Uh, <laughs> Blade Sports is an intricate series of challenges that require the participant to utilize every method of cutting something with a knife. Now this is real. This is real, and and this is not. This isn't a bit. Like I I watched a tutorial video, and they they walk through. It looks completely like if you if you watch it without context, it looks absolutely absurd. It's just like <laughs> like it just <laughs> just beating a two by four. But what they're what they're doing, it's it's a very like intentional intentionally set obstacle course. So the idea is you have to you have to do perform a task or every task that a knife would perform. So it, from like very intricate, like delicate chopping to like feverishly chopping away at a reinforced two by four. Do you do this all with one knife or do you one knife? Okay. And then they, and then they judge you for time. So it's not like golf where accuracy. you pick the right club for the task. You have, you one have knife. your knife okay. because these are, these are like specially created knives. Like these knives are like fucking $9,000. Sure. And they, they don't, they're only like, they're not used. They don't serve any functional purpose other than for, for blade sports. <laughs> I am on, <laughs> I, I am currently on bladesports.org. 
org. Uh, and yeah. it says, it's, oh, it's a, it's a wild ride. It says after becoming a certified cutter, a cutter mm-hmm. must have a knife meeting the knife regulations. Yeah. Um, it's part it's of that tool. too. If you, if you watch them do it, which I know we all have today and will again <laughs> after this, they all have like a wee strap on their knife too. Because yeah. They're swinging, it. <laughs> they're swinging yeah. it so wildly that I was like, man, they could really hurt someone. Oh no, it's strapped to their wrist. The, the other fun thing that I like about it is cause they're all, most of them are right-handed as you know, 90% of, of humanity is right-handed. Um, but they only, they can do it with only with one hand. So they all like, they either have their left hand in like their pocket or like, just mm-hmm. kind of behind their back, yeah, right. just, but like, they, just <laughs> haphazardly out of the <laughs> haphazardly. in a pocket, and, and and they're in a stance which I can only connect to the way that most people play Dance Dance Revolution, <laughs> which is <laughs> <laughs> like hunched over, leaning, hunched over at your body, kind of forms like an obtuse angle. Your arms, your hands are about at knee length, <laughs> knee level, and and you're very sweaty, just very sweaty. So the obstacle course is is a series of things, but it always starts with the the, the two by four. So they have to chop the two by four in half, and and that's and that's what most people see in the gift because that that is the most insane part. <laughs> and then there's a precise cut, like they they might like slice a sheet of paper in half, or one of them I saw they're like cutting the corners. Um, one of them was like they're cutting a golf tee in half, which I would imagine is like pretty hard. I would think like, sure, um, sure, right? Like long ways, like. Down yes, the... like sorry, yes, long ways. Yeah. Thank you. Um, there's a dexterity challenge where this one they always seem to get, which there's like a little like ramp uh, where they they throw a couple tennis balls down and they just have to like ah like in one hit like <laughs> chop the tennis ball in half. It's fruit ninja. It's real life fruit ninja. It's fruit ninja. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely fruit ninja. Um, the one that's I think probably or there's two things that are always involved somehow. There's always a length of rope. And there's always water bottles. <laughs> this is this sounds insane coming out of my mouth. Um, so the the rope, the the I think the harder thing is what they were explaining in the video is the rope hangs down and you have to just slice it while it's in air, and you have to actually slice the rope without like just hitting it. You have to the, cut the natural. You have to cut, have to cut through it. a dangling rope with no yeah. like, weight on the bottom to with, would, like, exactly help, with no counter help you. So yeah. you it takes a lot of of just like you know strength and dexterity, and then. What's the other thing? Oh, and then the big thing is the water bottles, which I think actually like is the coolest. <laughs> it is very cool. <laughs> said said like every anime boy who had a katana in his backyard for this purpose. Mm-hmm. And uh, and like like everything in my life where I start watching ironically and then become a, a legitimate fan. <laughs> there was a period today whilst I was <laughs> eating lunch and watching. Uh, what's his name? Um, Gary Bond in the 2018 <laughs> 2018 championship. That was a good year. After watching five people like hit the water bottles, because the thing is they line up like eight water bottles, and most people get through like four of them, but then just the rest just kind of get knocked away. Sure. Gary Bond in the 2018 championship split through all of them and out loud the words, <laughs> holy shit, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Unironically came out of my mouth. <laughs> Um, so that said, that's, and, and, oh, and then they, they finish after the water bottles, they go back. So they finish with a two by four. Okay. So they, there's two, two by four chops. Okay. Now explain to me the video game you're making out of this challenge. I would like to pitch to you, Kyle Harper of Marvis and Marvis worldwide. The very first gaming experience intended to bring this experience, this, this whole world of blade sports to home consoles. (laughs) 
I would like to, I'm going to give you the title first. Donovan, Donovan Phillips, no more Mr. Knife Guy, colon, a backyard oh. blade off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sponsored by Ace Hardware. This is the best thing. This is <laughs> the best good. thing. What's the name again? Just one more time. I'll get, I'll get it to you. I'll, I'll end with it. Now, what you're probably thinking is like, oh, shit, this would be like perfect for VR. You could, you know, in, you could involve like the motion capturing and all that. We're not going to do that. This tech, that tech is way too new and overpriced. Okay. All right. Instead, what we need to do in order to truly experience the wonder that is Blade Sports, we need to look to the past. Oh, okay. Research suggests that our target audience of your girlfriend's dad is very interested in seeing <laughs> a brand new... Wow. He's very interested in seeing a brand new third-party title for the original Nintendo Wii. Every detailed action, from vertical chopping to vertical slicing to the furious hacking and delicate carving, will be perfectly recreated about 60% of the time using the Wiimote. You know the, the Switch, the Switch Joy-Cons do the same thing, right? I do know that, but Kyle, we have to consider our audience here. Okay. If our audience is... Uh, our audience is my mom who is still playing yes. Just Dance on the Wii we left at her house. <laughs> exactly. And, and with, <laughs> with the Wiimote, you now can feel just like Donovan Phillips, the 2019 Blade Sports <laughs> World Champ in your own living room. That title, once again, Donovan Phillips, no more Mr. Knife Guy, colon, a backyard blade off. Coming to a Walmart 5 for 25 bin near you. <laughs> Uh, it's just so good because it fits in with the like the Travis Pastrana games and the Tony Hawk games. Like it's got the athlete's name, but I I have something really important that I need to admit to you all here, and that is that I was pretty well aware of Blade Sports before this podcast because because, because you competed on a Blade Sports team that toured uh, Pennsylvania no, it balls. <laughs> it wasn't a Blade Sports team. It was a fake Blade Sports team. They pretended to play Blade Sports. Oh, no, sports. it's much worse uh, <laughs> because there is a Blade Sports TV show on the History Channel hosted by former <laughs> WWE superstar Bill Goldberg. It is a spinoff of another History Channel show called Forged in the Fire where they make knives. There is also a Forged in the Fire Knife or Death yeah. where they play Blade Sports. I bring this up yeah. because I was introduced to this sport on vacation at the beach by none other than my girlfriend's dad. My girlfriend's dad introduced <laughs> me to blade sports. <laughs> yes. Got it. That's so good. All right. That's it. That's mine. All right. Um, Matt, I don't have a good segue into you. Just, just take us away from here. I want to be a bird so I can fly, fly far, far away. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about obscure sports. I had a really good day today doing research on obscure sports. Uh, in fact, many of those obscure sports I very shamefully knew before I started researching for this podcast. So I picked a, an obscure sport, and it is an obscure sport that Kyle described in our Discord as pass out tackle tag. And... Uh, <laughs> Without reading the rules to you, it's pretty much pass out tackle tag. That sport is called Kabaddi. Kabaddi, the Indian sport of pass out tackle tag. Are you sure you're not talking about the um, the sect of Judaism that has attracted a lot of uh, celebrities and you wear a red band around your wrist? Oh, yeah, that's that thing Madonna does. 
<laughs> I don't get that reference. It's Kabbalah. This... We're referencing oh, Kabbalah. Yeah. Oh. Our, our listeners from 2003 would have really loved that yeah, one. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good joke for 2003, 2005. <laughs> okay, so let me let me explain to you the rules of Kabaddi, a sport that in like brings together tackle football, your best friends in the backyard, tag and also kind of dodgeball so here we go <laughs> kabaddi <laughs> consists of two teams of 12 on each side seven people play at a time seven people from each team play at a time now they're defenders and they're raiders right the defenders are the defensive side the raiders are the offensive side sure. so you have seven defenders on one side of a 43 foot rectangle there, there are a bunch of lines in that rectangle. There is, there is the middle line that splits it in two. Then there is the bulk line, which is like the start of the defensive zone. Then there is the bonus line, which is the bonus line in the defensive zone. And then there's the lobby area, and that's not super important. So you have these seven people as the defenders, and one raider from the other team runs across the middle line and tries to tag as many defenders as the Raider can. So he's got to tag all of these defenders. He also has to get at least one foot across the bulk line for his raid attempt to count. And then he has got to get back to the half court line before he is tackled by the defenders. So to smooth this out for you, one guy runs into the defensive zone, has to touch the line and then tag as many people as he can and get back to his side before he gets tackled. Sounds pretty easy, right? Like, that's that's easy and understandable. Yeah. So I watched this. I tried to watch this earlier, and and immediately I was... This I was, this thing is insane. Like, I, I cannot... I have no idea what's happening. It, it's like the shuttle relay you did in gym class where you had to, like, pick up the eraser, and you also try to tag the other team while yeah. the other team is trying to kill you. Am I getting yeah. that right? <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. So so you've got that. You've got the basic idea. Now I'm going to throw the twist at you. The real life twist of Kabaddi is that you've got to hold your breath the whole time. So the Raider, <laughs> the Raider has to make his whole raid attempt in one breath. And they ensure that you do it in one breath because you have to chant Kabaddi the whole time. So as soon as you run across the line, you've got to be like, Kabaddi, 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 Wait, is that real? That's super real. Super real. It's so real. And and if you if you stop chanting Kabaddi, you are out, right? And so the the Raider scores points by chanting Kabaddi and tagging out defenders, getting the bulk line, and getting back across the center line. Now, the dodgeball part comes in because anytime a defender is tagged, they are out of the game dodgeball style until they get revived by their team scoring points. So wow. you start with seven people on one side, but each time somebody gets tagged, they get out. So if you like hey, tag the huh. Raider, you get a you get a bonus later on when you're defending when you're the Raider because they have, they're down a defender. Is that right? That's close, but not quite. Okay. So as a Raider, you can also get out, but you are just out of your team's rating. Like the different teams, they're, they're defensive players and they're Raider oh, players. So if the Raider tags the defender, the defender is out the next time they raid. Yes. Right. Okay. And, 
And if the Raider is tackled by the defenders before he gets back to the half point, the defenders get a point and that Raider is out and can't raid again until he is revived by his team. And the actual official word is revived. And I think that's important. All right. Okay. (laughs) Everybody follow. More or less. All right. So that is the sport of Kabaddi. That's that's pretty much it. That is that is the pass out. That is the tackle. And that is the tag. And how are you? How are you adapting this to a home gaming console? Okay, so we are going to bring in Kabaddi, but in the style of backyard games. Do you guys remember like backyard baseball and backyard football, the PC Mm -hmm. games? Absolutely. Yeah, I've mentioned it three times in this podcast so far. (laughs) Yeah, you did, Kyle. So we're going to do a backyard Kabaddi game. Uh, and there are, are going to be cute street team names named after different neighborhoods like the Park Street Pirates and the Cul-de-Sac Cobras and the Ross Morgan Ragers. And there, there are going to be these, these different teams, right? And, and all of your favorite backyard players like Pablo Sanchez and Kenny Kawaguchi and Ahmed Khan and Jacinda Smith are all definitely going to be there and they're all going to be part of my new hit 2020 video game backyard kabuddies oh i like that pretty good i like that a lot thank you thank you so you're you're steering way into the cutesy yes well okay in the game where you may actually pass out (laughs) yeah if you're not paying attention (laughs) this is pass out tackle tag and my first thought was like okay this will be perfect for like an nfl hits type game and i was like but what if it was just children? Like, what if we just scaled it back a little bit and I don't, nobody died and, and it was fine. Um, it's just as violent, but only with, with the differences to children. Yeah. And my whole idea here is like, you've got to, you know, you press the buttons and do all the things, but you also like have to hold down on the C stick the whole time to hold your breath. And if you let go of the C stick or some other arbitrary controller point, you, you forfeit your turn and you haven't held your breath enough. Yeah. Backyard Kabuddies, best game of 2020. <laughs> All right, I I dig it. It's it's violent. It's it's running. It's convoluted. <laughs> may I not to improve your argument, but may I suggest one tweak, Matt? Please. Most Nintendo consoles have some sort of microphone built in. It feels like a miss oh, to yeah. not make the player just yell Kabaddi, Kabaddi, Kabaddi in their living room. Right. So I thought about that because I really wanted to find a way to bring the Konami laser scope back into this. <laughs> <laughs> and just and what I decided package together. was yeah. that it would be too easy for like you to hold the controller and one of your buddies to just be like, <laughs> the whole time. Uh, and hey man, so I if just, it works for rock band, it can work. Yeah, for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's, that's all I got. All right. Great guys. Those are certainly three obscure, obscure sports ported to a home gaming console. So we'll, we'll move on. Um, so a big draw of these games, the backyards, the jams, the blitzes, the strikers, um, is that they all have these power-ups and, and like comeback mechanics that aren't built into the actual sport they're emulating. Um, so that, you know, you can play with your little brother and he can win every once in a while because there's a four-year age gap. Um, so, <laughs> so tell us what kinds of power-ups are going to be in your games what, and what stupid controller throwing aggravation they will cause um so that your little cousin can come back from a four point deficit to beat you with one second left in the game um todd 
sure. So though partner carrying, which mind you, is America's fastest growing casual sport. You keep saying that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, some people are saying it. it. It has an international following. But the Blitz version is definitely going to play towards the American middle-aged weekend warriors looking to live out their fictional but also possibly realistic athletic dreams. So the the guys who do the tough mutters and and (laughs) such. These are these are uh, honestly yes. These are like these are tough mutter couples. Okay. This is a self. This is a self insert. And it's well, no. I I would I w- actually I would do this, but these are tough <laughs> there it is. <laughs> if you've if you've if you've done if you've done a tough mutter before, this is the population of those people. It's like the the married couple that one of them wanted to do it and the other one certainly did not. That is who this is made for. <laughs> these are these are the people that that have boiled chicken four days out of the week. Yes. Uh-huh. Um. So with all of that said, there are two power ups that will function as rubber banding. Uh, I guess, effects here in partner caring that we are adding in. So the first is the chug a beer slash slap a bag mechanic that will be a, <laughs> it'll be a key mid-race choice for competitors running behind to help to help them fuel through the remainder of the race. So when you are hurtling hay bales uh, and you are carrying a grown-ass human being on your back, sometimes it's going to be easier to do that if you're sloppy drunk and you can't feel pain. <laughs> So, so depending on how you've built your character and the character creator, uh, how you built their pain threshold and their alcohol tolerance, um, you can you can get tossed a beer from the crowd or you know run over to the side and slap a bag in hopes that your alcohol your alcohol fueled blind rage will carry you to a victory. Now, since this is you carrying your partner in life, you can also build up enough stress from being in last that you can trigger your star power called heated public argument. So (laughs) with, if you activate heated public argument, it can empower you with the strength to get as far away from other people as possible. So, because if there's one thing no one ever wants to do, it's argue in public, but you have to be careful though. There is a chance that that can backfire on you and you'll find yourself stuck in place yelling about the color of molding in the living room, wasting (laughs) valuable seconds of race time. So I I should have asked this, I guess, in the first question. Is this a is this a two player team game like Mario Kart Double Dash where where one person runs and one person (laughs) like rides on the back? (laughs) Yeah, um, in my in my in my head, that's what I see. But I also know that if you don't have a reliable co-pilot, you don't want that. You might be better playing by yourself. However, maybe that's what the like the worldwide championship would include is you have to play cooperatively with the person you are legally <laughs> married to. <laughs> that's the only way you get into the uh, to the championship arena. Okay. Does um does the world championship happen at IKEA, which is known to be <laughs> scientifically you carry your, you carry your obstacle course for married couples through an IKEA? <laughs> I was I was thinking more like a target. And like, the obstacles are all picking out the right the right furniture and or uh, cutlery to accent the plates you already have at home. The obstacles of IKEA, yes. Yeah. 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 No, that feels right. That would definitely be a level because the the actual official race course is like two hundred and fifty meters long and includes two obstacles and two water hazards. Um oh, okay. but but I guess like you know that could easily change to be anything. Well, you, want it to you know be. your your water hazard is like a spilled tray of meatballs in IKEA that you have to like navigate, <laughs> and and yeah, that's fine. Um, I 
Mavis and Mavis is a little concerned that you are encouraging the use of these performance-enhancing drugs mid-game. Um, <laughs> Kyle, it's Marvis. Marvis. And Marvis. And Marvis. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. Yeah, and that's why that's why the connection of a a tough mutter or a warrior dash is so good because okay, I have done a number of those, and that is where I help myself here, and. Every time I've done one of the like shorter ones that's like three to five miles, I've definitely seen someone pull a beer out of a backpack and crack it. <laughs> Hell like, yeah. A hundred percent. Like like mile four. They're like, yeah. all right, here we go. <laughs> Normally, if you were watching like a race, someone would like drink Gatorade or take an energy gel. No, I've seen a dude pull a bush light out of a drawstring backpack and go, Hell yeah. Did he stab <laughs> it and shotgun it like I'm envisioning, or did he just just chug it like a normal person. He he chugged it while running, which is like, you know, not that any of us in this podcast have ever run while drinking beer. It's not a good idea. Todd, who has four beer mile medals <laughs> hanging up on his wall somewhere at home, and, and was the actual logo for the beer mile. <laughs> All right, I think it's I think it's Andrew's turn to talk about knife sports. Um, oh, one other one other joke I had about Todd's weird thing is uh, the. The career season ends when you buckle to society's pressure and have a child. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's surefire way to have to retire. Um, it's either it's either you have a child or that bunion flares up. Yeah. <laughs> that old back injury from college. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh fuck! Speaking of back injuries, I just threw my sweaty back pillow that's been attached to my back since March twelfth. There you uh, go. Back here because I have to clean that because it's so gross. Um, Andrew, tell us tell us about the power ups available to us in Blade Sports. Yep. Um, so we we really want to give the players the most authentic Blade Sports sports experience that we can, and uh, and so we encourage that they is... play in an old warehouse that smells like mold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's in a parking lot of like a field and it's, stream. It is. It is. Yes. It is. It is that. It is outside of uh, outside of the the power company. So it is, it's mostly a, a solo person. There's no, there aren't teams, there aren't, you know, like, there aren't groups. It's always just one, play, one person. So it's going to heavily be focused on our single-player single career mode. Okay. Um, career will take you from the humble beginnings of your girlfriend's dad chopping old furniture in his garage... <laughs> <laughs> yelling yelling hey look how sharp this knife is <laughs> exactly to your girlfriend's dad competing in the 2021 blade show finals in atlanta um on, along the way you'll unlock better knives as as you do and we'll acquire cash to buy things like new gear and other upgrades like for example statins for your high cholesterol or uh or insulin shots for your type 2 diabetes <laughs> Uh, so to answer your question, Kyle, all the power-ups and the comeback stuff is going to come in the multiplayer. Um, so unlike career, where you're kind of like building your own and, and really living in the world of Blade Sports, multiplayer is going to be kind of like more of an enjoyable, uh, casual highlights of Blade Sports. So I, we'll, it'll pitch a, you. I have a question yeah. before we move on from the career mode. Will career okay. mode allow you to... Um, upload a picture of your dad's girlfriend and faithfully recreate an avatar of it for you to use in career mode. One hundred percent. Okay, except thank for you. you can upload a picture of your girlfriend's dad because your dad's girlfriend. Actually, your dad's girlfriend can also play play sports. It really it does work both ways. So that's that's fair. Thank um, you. That was 
but and and I'm glad they're on the same page because that was the joke that I had re- embedded in uh, later in the later in this bit. Oh, good. So. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for taking your joke. It's fine. So multiplayer will then pitch you against other players competing in popular blade sports events. Uh, but instead of creating your own character, you can pick from notable blade sports champions like Dwayne Unger, Gary Bond. And David Moore <laughs> to see the, who has the, the best. Gary <laughs> the Gary Bond. The Gary Bond. Gary Bond who sliced eight water bottles in half. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're going to have to balance things like your player's exhaustion and focus to make sure you can master all the different cuts required. So, uh, so the way that you kind of counterbalance that is some of the different power-ups you can get. For example, chugging a can of Miller Lite from the refrigerator in the garage will take the edge off and will provide a temporary boost to your dexterity and precision cuts. Or, uh, for example... Precision cuts. <laughs> picking, up, picking up the Outback Steakhouse coupon that you dropped earlier will, <laughs> will fill you with a surge of adrenaline to help improve the strength and the speed cuts. I just, I want to appreciate the, the level of care that went into capitalizing can of Miller Lite from the refrigerator in the garage. Because that is the full title of the yep. power-up you are using, um, yep, just so everyone great. at home is aware. Do you have anything else? Is that... No, that's it. I like that's that. I, I like that very, very much. That's all... Um, uh, Marvis and Marvis isn't thrilled at the through line of alcohol as a power-up through these mm. games, but, but we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll work through it. Uh, Matt, what do you got for us? Okay, so I envision Backyard Cabuddies going two ways. There is... <laughs> about that name until just now. There's the Backyard Cabuddies campaign mode, and then there is the Backyard Cabuddies quick play mode. And I want to talk about campaign first, because I think that's very important. Okay. So the campaign mode of Backyard Cabuddies is going to be sort of like this crazy turf war amongst all the neighborhood kids. (laughs) So, you know, like you grew up in a neighborhood, right? And you played with kids from the other neighborhoods sometimes. And like sometimes me and all my friends would invite the losers from Jenny drive to come play tackle football with us because we needed some nerd kids to beat up on for a little while. And so backyard Cabuddies is going to have this campaign mode where in between games, there is an overworld and you walk around the overworld to the different <laughs> like fields where you play Kabaddi on. So you've got to walk from neighborhood to neighborhood. And while you're walking from neighborhood to neighborhood in the overworld, you can scavenge for different power-ups that you can use in the game. Cause this is a backyard game. So we don't have power-ups like alcohol. We have power-ups like bubble gum that you can chew up and throw onto the Kabuddies field so that one of the defenders will step in the bubble gum and their shoe gets stuck. Or you can sneak into your mom's house and steal butter from the fridge and rub it on your raider so that your raider is really slippery and hard to tackle. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the major real game changer that's going to flip things over is if you are on your way to Center Street and you sneak through the picket fence with the hole in the bottom and you go into Mr. Wilford's shed and from Mr. Wilford's shed, you steal yourself full scuba gear, which in this game is actually just a snorkel because games don't know how snorkels and scuba gear works. And that... <laughs> Matt's long-standing complaint of the confusion between <laughs> yeah. snorkeling and scuba. Uh, it's a real problem. right now. 
Anyway, you put the snorkel on your raider, and then he has ultimate breath control, and he can hold his breath for longer, which is an actual thing that would help you in an actual game of Kabaddi if you can hold your breath longer. Um, yeah, so you can find all of these power-ups all over the neighborhood, and you can use all sorts of different things. Like, you can find a rope to hold across the course and, and trip somebody, or you can find sugar packets that will increase your speed and all of those things. So that's in campaign <laughs> mode, right? But okay. outs- outside of campaign mode, maybe you just want to sit down with with some friends and and get together for some backyard kabuddies quick play. And if you want to play in quick play, it's full on Mario Kart style. And there are just boxes all over the court. And while you're running, you might pop into some bubble gum or you might find yourself some scuba gear. You, you'll, you might divert, like divert your course to the line to grab the item box and get get a potential power up is what you're saying okay exactly and if you're really lucky and you know the right cheat codes or you go to the right corners of the overworld you might bump into the new kid or you might bump into (laughs) steve's older brother and the new kid and steve's older brother are both bigger and faster than all the other kids and if you can convince them to play this afternoon you're just gonna get a leg up all right i like i like thinking that they're they're like <laughs> their big thing over you is that you're in fourth grade and they're in fifth grade like that's oh, why they're yeah. the bigger yeah. kids that's yeah. that's huge though todd steve's <laughs> older brother who hit puberty a little bit faster than everyone can be on your team didn't, didn't yeah. you ever have to play basketball against the kid who got held back one year and he just like <laughs> he could do the thing where he puts your hand his hand on your forehead and you couldn't get the ball from him it was the difference between being uh, uh, on our soccer teams went from like fifth to eighth grade. I was on one team. It was the difference between having a seventh grader on your team and having an eighth grader on your team. Yeah, exactly. The eighth graders on your team were lethal weapons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So those are, those are the power-ups and backyard kabuddies. It can be pretty much anything, but they are, they're all following this very cute kiddish theme that actually upsets the game in pretty serious ways. This has a lot of South Park stick of truth energy. Yep. Yep. Sure does. It's well, and yeah. if you look at like Stick of Truth or South Park Fractured Butthole, um, they mm. both look very similar to the backyard sports games. They they mm-hmm. aped a lot from the backyard sports games for sure, which I think the backyard mm. sports games aped it from the like South Park tomato throwing game that came forever ago. Well, they but they stole it all from Flash games. Everything in two thousand and three yeah. looked like a Flash game. There it is. Um, all right, so those are all some some power-ups some of them better than others um so we'll move on to our last line of questioning um where marvis and marvis really wants this game to make them a buttload of money which is why marvis and marvis really does anything they want everything they do to make them a buttload of money they don't want to have to release a new game every year like your maddens and fifas and mlbs um, they just want this one game to come out and it to sit for a while until they have to update it. And they decided the way they're going to do that is with loot boxes, roster updates, and have an a, um, online competitive scene that they're going to support. So please describe to us what comes in your loot boxes, um, how you plan to update the game and keep it fresh um, for an online competitive scene, and what kind of uh, changes to the rosters you're going to include with these updates, Todd? Yeah, so we know what the people want. 
and that is a low percent loot boxes that allow you to unlock famous couples as playable characters, right? So, <laughs> yeah, and and I think that makes sense. And everything else is just like minor upgrades or, or aesthetics. But with these low percent drop loot boxes, <laughs> you can get the most famous couples. Like you can unlock uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie as playable playable couples you can have neil patrick harris and his husband david uh Burtka, i believe is his last name okay um you can unlock barack and michelle obama you can unlock <laughs> famous couples like the rock and the rock's wife um you, <laughs> you know and, and i think what's even better is that to to go the long to play the long game on this i think the two, rock and kevin hart is a is a more <laughs> actually better it is actually better they wouldn't they wouldn't win much unless kevin hart's carrying the rock so season two of Partner Carrying is actually going to introduce sponsorships into both career and the exhibition functions. So okay. um, your sponsorships will start small with like, you know, like I said earlier, the local PTA or the local coffee shop. And you'll work your way up to more, you know, uh, international names like a NASCAR sponsorship. So your, uh, your middle-aged couple could be sponsored by Bush Light. Uh, they could be sponsored by Target. They could be sponsored by Lipitor, the cholesterol medicine. Um, they could be, they could be sponsored by Applebee's, or they could even get sponsored by Dr. Scholl's inserts. Oh, that's the that's the gold standard. That's, right oh there. my god, that's a good sponsorship. Yeah, I was gonna say I can imagine Todd and Andrew's dev teams fighting for sponsorships from a lot of the same people, <laughs> except that yeah. Todd's game gets Lipitor and Andrew's game gets uh, Wilford Brimley's diabetes medicine. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> split because uh, we're gonna split heart medication and and diabetes medication. But I'm going whole hog on that Cheesecake Factory sponsorship. <laughs> oh, oh, man, I believe yeah. it. That's okay. We we settled with Applebee's. We got the bees. The ad is already shot for the the blade sports uh cheesecake factory ad where it's just a, the knife mm-hmm. going like through, through millions cheesecakes. of cheesecakes <laughs> <laughs> someone says oh shit dan whatever they said um great great so andrew besides the cheesecake factory um what other things are you going to bring in as as this game competitive scene progresses right so alluded this a little bit earlier but the true gem of this game is going to be it's incredibly in-depth character customization okay uh dpn mmk gabbo (laughs) will be the only game of its kind (laughs) that offers over 30 (laughs) different styles of colors of wicking polos tucked into your pants You can also you can also mix and match to create your own customized cargo shorts from our growing catalog of over sixty patterns, among of which of among which half of our camo. Um, you can even manipulate the depth of how big your oversized wallet looks in your back pocket. <laughs> um, Andrew, how much cargo can the shorts carry? Todd, so much cargo. Okay, good. Just a, a, a furious amount of cargo. <laughs> Um, speaking of sliders, you're going to have complete control over what your schlubby middle-aged avatar looks like. There will be several shades of graying hair to pick from and a, a fully functional facial hair builder. And of course, if you aren't interested in building from scratch, there will be a number of pre-built options to pick from. Or as we said, you can upload pictures of your own girlfriend's dad. I'm, I'm really imagining the, like the, the facial hair builder being just like a mm. wooly willy on your like touchpad on your switch <laughs> yeah. and you just yep. drag the the black filaments 
over the face <laughs> and then it like captures it and that's your facial hair for the game. Yeah, yeah, basically. Uh, and then you can draw little circles around stuff for what you want to be like crimped together or tied together. Okay. Because every three of those guys have like the 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 scraggly ZZ Top beard where it's all like held together by little hair ties. Sure, sure. All right. So we'll we'll get in a little bit about the loot box economy. A lot of the loot boxes are going to be um, f- all for character customization. So a lot of it's going to be um, purely um, aesthetics. Uh, but every day you lock in, you can unlock a new style of chin beard or a new, dizel- new design for the cell phone clip that attaches to your belt buckle. <laughs> you can like upgrade your phone so you start with like an old Nokia flip phone and you can maybe eventually... No, you up. never upgrade your phone. Oh, okay. You're, you always have just a, you always just have an original Motorola Razor, and and the, and the cell phone ring does not go lower. It is only at max volume. Okay. Okay. Oh. Yep. But in future patches, this is where things get real, real customization-y. Uh, we're gonna add in. We're gonna consistently be adding in more and more hats with logos from your your local high school football team. <laughs> Pretty soon, every we're going to be teaming up with high schools across the nation. (laughs) Across the nation, baby. So you can, you yourself and your girlfriend's dad can relive the glory days. (laughs) Very, very, very good. Um, That's that's a lot of loot box potential, and Marvis and Marvis is very excited about that. Thank you, Um, Matt. What do you got? What do you got for us? Yeah. So the big unlockable loot box thing that you're going to get in this game are new courts to play Kabaddi on. Because this game is effectively just tag with boundaries, you can play it literally anywhere. And so there are going to be all sorts of really fun courts to unlock, like the basketball court, which you can tape new lines onto, or you can maybe play in the food court of your local mall. Or if you're really lucky and you're really popular and Steven likes you enough, you can get invited to Steven's <laughs> sleepover and play Kabaddi in his basement really quietly so you don't wake up his parents. So you have all of these different courts that you can unlock to play Kabaddi on, um, but you can also unlock jerseys for official teams from the pro Kabaddi league in India, the main Kabaddi league in the world. Okay. Uh, so, so you can unlock jerseys for teams like the Patna Pirates or the Bengaluru Bulls or the Gujarat Fortune Giants or my favorite, the Jaipur Pink Panthers. Oh, that's rad. Are they, is their mascot the, the cartoon Pink Panther or is it a, a Panther colored pink? It is a Panther colored pink. Okay. Those are two very yes. different things yeah um but their their logo colors or their colors in general are bubblegum pink and then bubblegum blue which is just a terrible combination for a sports jersey Mm -hmm. uh but yeah so like it's a backyard game so you're not unlocking new characters you're still playing with pablo sanchez every time because he is objectively the best um but (laughs) of course (laughs) you get different jerseys for them okay Uh, we're also going to do a bunch of different brand deals with marvel and nintendo so that you can get your mario and luigi skins for pablo and the gang as well as your avengers skins or your black order skins and we're just gonna fortnite the shit out of this thing and anytime a brand wants to make a deal with us we're gonna make skins for Pablo and the gang. I feel like that has to be an official business term at these days is Fortnite the shit out of it. Oh, a yeah. hundred. Oh, that has been said in a boardroom meeting at least a yeah. hundred times this past year. 100%. Yeah. Well, maybe last year. 
So that's going to be the big thing uh, with Backyard Kabuddies is your ability to get new jerseys and also new courts. But the other fun thing is that you are going to unlock sprays that you can use to identify your side of the court. Uh, but this is a backyard game, so they're not going to be like spray paint sprays. They're going to be chalk drawings. You can unlock different chalk drawing logos. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we're really we're leaning in really hard to the backyard series. All right. Very cool. Very good, Matt. Marvis and Marvis is excited by all of these um, potential deals. They they want to they're going to break for lunch. Um, but when they come back, they want you guys to be ready to give them a new one last idea. And what they are looking for is I don't know if you guys are aware, but this past week as of this recording, Fortnite hosted an event where Travis Scott appeared in game and performed a concert to over 12 million Fortnite players avatars in game. Marvis and Marvis saw 12 million players and their eyes lighted up with dollar signs. So they want you when they come back from lunch and we come back from this ad break to pitch them the Travis Scott concert event that will take place in your game. Uh, what, what big celebrity and what will they do for 12 million plus of your game players? Um, but first, we're going to take a quick break. Hey guys, Andrew here. Remember that time I made that really salient point about a popular video game and everyone immediately changed their minds in my favor? Kyle, put a good clip of me right here. Ha <laughs> ha what a cherished memory we all shared. Well, I want to take this time to recommend one of my favorite indie games to have come out in the last couple years, and that's Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight is an artfully crafted, tough-as-nails 2D Metroidvania. You play as a nameless knight exploring the massive bug kingdom of Hollownest. As you dive further into the depths of this dying civilization, you'll uncover more about the mysterious plague that has taken most of its inhabitants. The soundtrack, directed by Christopher Larkin, sets the scene of desolation well with its slow, methodical violin melodies and soft piano. Just to be clear, I am in no way being paid to deliver this message. I just really like this game, so much so that I actually bought it twice. If you enjoy narrative single-player experiences and exploring sprawling, imaginative landscapes, or if you simply just want a challenge, pick up a copy of Hollow Knight. You can find it on Steam or download it to your PS4, Xbox One, or Switch today. All right, and we're back. Um, how did everyone enjoy their lunch break? Um, you just left a, a half-eaten plate of cheese in this room and some crackers and some expired Welch's grape juice, so... I did not eat any of that. You you were allowed to leave, Todd. There's, oh shit! There's a Jimmy John's that'll <laughs> deliver here too, and like, like you you didn't have to eat the the food from this morning, but uh, that's that's all right. We're all back now. Um, we'll we'll just wrap this meeting up real quick, and you can go eat at home or whatever. Um, so, guys, what what big um, live concert esque events have you planned? For your the players of your game so the big thing in season one of the partner carrying game that i'm pitching today in this weird <laughs> petition thing we're Stuck doing the landing. um so we're going to host what is called the global running of the couples right so this is a <laughs> a timed and coordinated synchronized event 
where couples will all start at the same time, and they are pitted in a last couple standing global endless running course. So okay. you you are going to control your couple, and you have to survive a never-ending runner running course a la the <laughs> 2011 hit mobile game Temple Run. So think Ooh, about that. Okay. Okay. And the last couple that has not dropped their significant other gets the ability then to face the world's most famous couple, which our algorithm for our target audience has told us is Gwen Stefani and Blake Sheldon, <laughs> because the the partnership uh, that likely will resonate with our target demographic includes the same people that most definitely watched seasons seven, nine, twelve, and seventeen of The Voice. So we're pretty sure we're pretty sure that. That Gwen Stefani and Blake Sheldon being blasted on a global event is going to bring people back in. All right, <laughs> it's very good. We also the, these people these people also definitely played Temple Run. So yeah, of course the the yeah. running of the couples sounds like a very exciting event um, with a lot of potential uh, tie-in sponsorships. So we're we're very excited about that. At what's uh, great about it too is that you'll sit in the living room, you know, with your significant other playing this, seeing your global ranking. So there's going to be a couple that trips over the very first obstacle. That we'll and they, see. Are, they are the worst couple in the world. <laughs> and, they just, and like one of them is definitely going to yell at the other one. And like, it's going to be good. I'm, I'm imagining you get like 10 seconds of, of audio that plays when you, when you drop out and it's just, you just hear screaming and it cuts out. And that's yeah. that's that first couple. What do you think the correlation is of couples that get divorced and couples who lose? <laughs> this uh, no non-zero. <laughs> I don't want to say one to one, but you know, Marvis and Marvis officially um, their official research shows there's no correlation <laughs> between playing this game and getting a divorce. Um, thank you, Matt or Andrew. I'm sorry, Andrew is next in the lineup. Oh, that's fine. Um, yeah, so we recognize that um, our target audience traditionally don't follow comedians. Um, they tend to be a little dirty, but we have found one particular comedian that, that tests very well with this particular audience. So we've decided that Jeff Dunham, famous <laughs> ventriloquist, <laughs> famous, as as famously secret racist. <laughs> famously secret not so secret racist jeff dunham <laughs> will be doing his very own live show uh in between the 20 whatever the fuck blade show <laughs> what did i say blade sports world championship uh digitally probably in 2020 since there will be no 2020 blade sports live championship will blade sports um faithfully recreate all of jeff dunham's dummies to appear uh, as well well, it's just two. It's just uh, Ahmed and the the jalapeno. Oh. Those are the ones that test the best. I think his name was Jose. I think yeah, it was Jose yeah. Jalapeno. Yeah. And he's he's yeah. not gonna debut a new a new dummy for for the Blade Sports crowd. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> you don't you don't venture out of your safe zone if you're Jeff no, Dunham. You, you get you get four, and that's that's what you live with. <laughs> All right, man. You get Jose Jalapeno for the moms and Ahmed for the dads. That's what it is. <laughs> the look on Todd's faces. Because I, look on I everyone's hate face. Jeff Dunham. I hate him. <laughs> so but, but as much as I hate him, there's a crowd of people 
that love him. And that's the same yeah. people that do knife sports. He sell I mean he yeah, he sells out, I'm he sure out. every event he This this last Christmas, not no not four months ago, in, in the year of our Lord, twenty nineteen, Comedy Central played for twenty four hours. <laughs> <laughs> the Jeff Dunham Christmas special. They just kept playing it like like some kind of monster, <laughs> knowing that the only people that have cable are our parents. Oh. <laughs> it was just this like perfect storm of very good business decisions. What is going to pull these people away from the 24-hour run of A Christmas Story, if yeah. not a 24-hour run of the Jeff Dunham Christmas special? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad. It's a nightmare. I have gone at least three years without thinking of Jeff Dunham. <laughs> and then today, you took yeah. him and just drove him into my brain. And now listen, I have to think about his racist terrorist skeleton. Listen, listen, I had to walk by the protests of the Ohio State House yesterday, protesting to open the state was back Was Jeff up. Dunham there? He, he was definitely there in spirit. It was. I felt the same feelings watching that happen as I did watching the Jeff Dunham Christmas episode. And boy, howdy, those are not good feelings to feel. <laughs> Oof. Yep. Um, Matt, bring us home. What? What? <laughs> crazy live event are you going to host in backyard cabanas <laughs> yeah so okay here's here's a little bit of backstory i need to give i i talked before we started this episode about uh t20 cricket in india and how big a deal the indian pro league of cricket is and the indie or excuse me the indian premier league the thing with the indian premier league is that they have turned all of their cricket matches into like full on Bollywood movie performances. Like between rounds, there are these crazy performances. Katy Perry's been there. Pitbull has been there. Priyanka Chopra has been there. These are like huge name people, right? And and I was doing some research and the debut, the inaugural season of Star Sports Pro Kabaddi in India was the second most viewed thing in India with 435 million viewers behind only that professional cricket league. So obviously T20 cricket's doing well. We're going to do the same thing with, with Kabaddi and we're going to turn it into full on music video performances, but it's a kid's game. So it's going to be artists that are popular with the kids. I don't, particularly like scott <laughs> yeah i don't particularly know who those artists are kyle but they're gonna be there um names like marshmallow and justin bieber are things that are coming up on searches that i have done also Duolimpa olympa has come up a couple of Dude, times are you seriously googling like what music what, are the kids what, into? what like a he's, fucking cop what he, um, he, he's googling what are the kids into nowadays parentheses not a cop slash not drugs uh actually the search term was what music is popular with tweens? Uh, I went <laughs> okay. with tweens. I'm almost certain Justin Bieber hasn't been popular with the like nine to thirteen year old age group for at least four years either. How so. do I, I don't know. His no. his new music video was the first thing to come up on the YouTube list that it took me to. So I don't. I I legitimately I was like, oh shit, what music do kids like? I 
do not know. You, I have you should have, no you should have, idea. You should have gone to ask Jeeves and asked him, how do I reach the youth? <laughs> Dear Google, please tell me what music How do I reach like. these kids? Um, you know, so like very, very realistically, when I was like racking my brain, I was like, I bet I know what kids are into. And the next thing I thought of was Baby Shark. So I clearly don't know anything oh. either. Right? Yeah. I mean, I was literally just uh, racking my brain because all I could think of are what was popular when I was a kid, maybe back to like seven or eight years ago when I was really paying attention to billboard charts. But I do not know what's popular with with kids who would play backyard kabuddies <laughs> right mm-hmm. now. I have no idea. But uh, God damn it, we're going to put them in the game and it's going to be a whole ass musical performance and it's going to be wild and the kids are going to love it. A, a whole ass musical. A whole a whole <laughs> ass musical. Um, that's that's the butthole cut of cats, right? <laughs> yes. Didn't like that either. I got there. I stuck the landing. Release the butthole cut. Um, <laughs> it's um, our third hashtag of this episode. It is. Um, all right. So the people from Marvis and Marvis and I are gonna step out of this hotel ballroom into another hotel ballroom and discuss what you presented to us today. But before we do, please give us your, your closing arguments, your, your, your final pitch to get your game made today. Todd. Equality, peak athleticism, arguing 40-somethings. Andrew. Uh, we guarantee that this will be as enjoyable as standing outside of your back porch and waiting for the storm that they were talking about on the news to start <laughs> while saying to yourself that it's not even raining. Feels yeah. that way. <laughs> um, Backyard Kabuddies, a game about sportsmanship, friendship, and tackling your friends before they pass out from holding their breath. Great. Now we're going to step out of the hotel ballroom we're all in. Um, We encourage you while you're gone to say nice things about each other. Yeah. um, Andrew, I watched a lot of videos of of Blade Sports today. (laughs) And I mean, look, look, like everything... You start with watching it ironically, and then you become a fan. And God at some it. point, Man. you're like, oh, that's good technique. He's, right? He knows what he's doing there. I feel like a lot of times in the show, we talk about things, and then I hope that, you know, people, if they have questions, they go and, like, look things up or, you know, tweet at us or whatever. One, don't tweet at us about Blade Sports. Tweet only at Andrew about Blade Sports. <laughs> but, like, I do encourage I do encourage you to chase this this dream that Andrew has put into your head and go watch some videos about blade sports because Andrew, thank you for making that a thing that I now realize existed, but I kind of already knew, but now I'm really like into watching these like total dads just like yep. use one beefy arm to go after something it. to bond with Shannon's dad over. Yeah. Blade sports. I, think, <laughs> I think, I think we'd watch blade sports videos. Like I would get drunk at a bar watching blade sports. I just a, I would, it, it has to be at a it has to be at a Buffalo Wild Wings though. I would get drunk at a Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wings watching Blade Sports and Andrew. I appreciate you bringing that to the uh, to the focus of America that we needed. <laughs> Matt, I would likewise also get drunk watching Kabaddi at a Buffalo Wild Wings, and I'm glad that you introduced Team Passout Tag to me because I also watched videos of that, but I watched videos of it before I knew what the rules were, which was a very different viewing experience because I didn't realize why the guy was mumbling and I also didn't realize why he wasn't running as hard as possible. So, um, 
the context that you provided Todd's, really gave Todd's me something. watching the sport like, I can run faster than that guy. What's yeah. he doing? <laughs> He's just kind of like shuffling towards him till he touches one, and then they all tackle him, and I don't get it. Um, so I, I appreciate what you did by introducing this sport to me and taking it in a very different way that I did not imagine. I did not imagine Backyard uh, sponsoring Kabaddi, and I, I like to think that that will, that will plant a brain seed into children so that at one point we can get a pro Kabaddi game 10 years later. <laughs> Good. Yeah, right on. I, I think that Kabaddi is one of the ultimate sports that you can watch and immediately say, I think I can do that. I can definitely do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, then for like me, I can't hold my breath 30 seconds in the pool. So like, no, I definitely can't do that. <laughs> I and To defend all three sports that we talked about today, I think any sport is insane if you don't know the rules and what's happening. Yeah, any, any sport that isn't ingrained in your culture growing up is going to look weird mm -hmm. looking at it from the outside. Yeah. Right. Like I think like I still think like cricket's insane, even though like we all know that cricket is a very established sport and mm -hmm. I think I know the rules of cricket, but I don't I do really yeah. I have no idea of the rules of cricket. There's a really good show on Netflix about it, and that's the only reason that I know the rules of cricket. Yeah, fair enough. Um Todd, the <laughs> the partner partner carrying is so very good and so much better than wife carrying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> First off. Because wife carrying sounds just all kinds of offensive and, and incredibly, incredibly not progressive. And partner carrying feels like something that our group of friends would actually do at a party. One hundred percent. There'd be a bracket. Yes. I hate that if we would have recorded this episode a year ago, we would have done all of these things. Maybe knife sports, maybe not knife sports, but all of these things at Todd's bachelor party. Like nope. all of yeah. these things would have been included. We definitely would have done nice sports. We just would have done nice sports first. <laughs> <laughs> and and Kabaddi last. Yes. 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 Just drunkenly slurring Kabaddi as you're trying to slap someone. Um, but yeah, that that sounds fun and and could very much be a fun game. And I love any reference to uh middle class thirty somethings and forty somethings living in suburban America because that's, hey. that's that's where we're at. <laughs> because because reason. Matt. Andrew. Kabaddi fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Kabaddi fucks very hard. And I watched it and I thought it was cool, but I was watching it with the sound off, so I had no idea they were chanting. I'm gonna watch so much Kabaddi after this, <laughs> knowing that they're all chanting and holding their breath. Because that's that's crazy. That's insane. Like I said earlier, every sport is insane if you don't know, but that is insane. That's legitimately insane. Right? It's bonkers. Like, whose idea when they were sitting around coming yeah. up with this game was like, okay, but what if what if we held our breath All the right, whole we've, time? We've got the tackle part figured out. We've got the running part figured out. But how can we make it more interesting? Yeah. What if they hold their breath? Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah exactly. And then, and then to then layer that on top of, like, paint it with a very, like, cutesy kid's brush. But the kids are still playing this sport, <laughs> which I think, like, the idea of a bunch of small children passing out while holding their breasts <laughs> while throwing and throwing rocks at each other in the backyard is so much darker <laughs> than, than a group of adult men chanting and holding their breath at each other. Whereas your game is the horror game that I want. 
<laughs> very much. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so great jobs all around. Thanks. Yeah, um, this was great, man. I, I know we said at the beginning that, that this was, like, my week to lose because I'm weirdly into weird sports, but I think everybody showed up to play today. Mm -hmm. uh, Todd, you started this argument by saying a sport born out of people being stuck at home with their significant others. <laughs> and I cannot even begin to tell you how true this was because we watched videos of wife carrying earlier. And I looked at Maddie and I was like, I mean, we could, we could probably try it. Like, okay. <laughs> See the reverse would have happened. I didn't show anything to Shannon. If I would have put it on TV, she would have been like, what are you watching? And I just would have looked at her and she would have said, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so good. And I'm glad you went the progressive route and and took the wife part out of it, because that's questionable in 2020. It's best. definitely it was definitely a sport that was born out of like dudes being like, I can carry my wife faster. You carry your wife. And then like <laughs> and then no one else ever questioned it. Yeah, I imagine it started at a mega church retreat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm getting I'm getting vibes of it its origins coming from wherever like the log toss came from. Oh, like the Highland what games? It, yeah. Like I'm guessing okay. it's an offshoot of the Highland games. But it's the guys that couldn't toss the log. I exactly. want to make that clear. <laughs> it's the guys who haven't been able to toss a log since they put a ring on it. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Um but no, that was really good. I really liked it. Wife carry sounds problematic. Partner carry sounds like a CrossFit exercise. Um, so there you go. Yeah. Um, Andrew, I cannot even begin to tell you how I have waited my whole life for a character creator in which I can edit the chafe of my character <laughs> that I can add or subtract the friction between my character's thighs. <laughs> we, we needed that in the world. Like I said, I was, yeah. I was awkwardly well aware of blade sports coming into this debate and the spin you put on it is phenomenal i think that you have titled the best video game title to ever be titled um and it's just so good because like all i can think of is the I, I can't remember his name matt something the bmx guy um oh yeah matt hoffman matt hoffman's yeah. bmx yeah. And like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, and now there's Dwayne Unger's <laughs> Knife Guys Finished Last or whatever it was. You forgot, you forgot Sean White's no, snowboarding. That's that's yeah. that's the that's the, uh, that's the game that came out two two months after that didn't sell as well. This is Donovan Phillips, no more Mister Knife Guy. <laughs> this is the officially sanctioned EA Sports title. Yours is just the crappy Ubisoft offshoot. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It was just really good. I both of these answers were great. I would play any of these games in a heartbeat. I would take my Wii from my parents' house and plug it into my TV in Ohio <laughs> to to chop a Wii remote like a like a official Blade Sports knife thing. I'm sure they have a name, but I don't know what it is. No, I think they're I think they're just they're just Blade Sports knives. I don't think they're anything. <laughs> else. Fucking right on, they are. Yeah, why not? Before we move on from this insane licensed game discussion, I only looked it up because I was hoping there was a celebrity attached to it. Does anyone remember that there was a licensed Razor freestyle scooter game? I have it. In the same I, I have it. Um, <laughs> of course you do. I, I can't see it in my box of games, but How I swear to God I have it. That? It was for PlayStation 1. Um, yep. The only good thing about it was the soundtrack. 
because uh, this the soundtrack was all like really underground punk and it was really good but i have that oh game oh my god that's so on brand <laughs> yeah that feels oh. right it 100 percent does not have a celebrity scooter rider attached to it like <laughs> matt hoffman's bmx but it existed that is as matt cole as me posting remixes from final fantasy 14 like that's so on brand yeah <laughs> that matt shouts out i have it before i can even finish reading the title of the game yes i do remember that extreme sports razor scooter game and i can tell you i can defend why the, the soundtrack was better than travis pastrana's 20 to 2008 bmx one. it was it was really good i think it had the sloppy meat eaters on it it was a really good soundtrack All right. let's move uh, on please <laughs> all right so i am pleased to inform you guys that marvis and marvis is going to pick up one of your games today i am less pleased to tell matt that you are our first not choice today as um marvis and marvis does not want to be on the hook for the string of lawsuits that come from encouraging a bunch of kids to play a game where you hold your breath and then tackle <laughs> each other in your backyard. So we're going to take a, a hard pass on backyard kabuddies, but uh, we will keep you on the line if we ever decide to go with, decide to bring kabaddi to the United States in a big way. I don't know how in a debate between professional backpack your friends and play with <laughs> knives i became the most dangerous <laughs> in my game you have to be married to your teammate so you have to be thinking the long game yeah Je jesus jesus <laughs> the the short the short answer is that todd and andrew's game didn't didn't drag kids into it all right and and it's a lot of liability. Not until they're not until their parents force them into dragging <laughs> kids into it. Yeah, it's kind of the opposite. Like mine, mine. Once you have kids, you stop. Whereas <laughs> Andrew's, you don't start until you're ten years after having kids. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, so on that note, unfortunately, Andrew, we are not going to be making the not the what is it. Blade Sports. Blade Sports? Yeah, Blade Sports. Say the whole title again. Yeah. It's really good. The Matt Matt Hoffman's <laughs> Donovan, no, no more Donovan Mr. Phillips. Knife guy. Donovan Phillips, no more Mr. Knife Guy Colon, a backyard blade blade off. Yes. Unfortunately we will be passing on on that game. Not for any specific reason against uh Blade <laughs> Sports. It is just because we really think Partner Carry has the potential to go viral with um, partners TikToking each other, playing this game, oh. and and sharing it on the internet. We think um, Partner Carry has the potential to be the next viral hit. Um, so, Todd, congratulations! You win today with uh, professional Partner Carry, the game. I'm gonna celebrate by challenging all all the people on my block racing down in the street and back please please do uh we look forward to videos of you and shannon training for this <laughs> competitive sport together don't uh don't give todd your instagram handle because he's gonna he's gonna tag you on one of those stupid chain stories that everyone's doing <laughs> i'm gonna yeah it's gonna be the the partner the partner carry challenge uh coming your way soon god it doesn't exist and i hate it if the episode image for this episode isn't a picture of you backpacking your wife around your kitchen i'm <laughs> quitting this podcast 
Yeah, and uh, we talked about this off air, but I just won't tell her it's going to happen before we do it. One hundred percent agree with Matt. I I need that picture of Todd carrying Shannon around their apartment and backyard, or I quit. But other than that, thank you everyone for listening to debate this. Follow along with the argument on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and now also on Patreon at Debate This Cast. And check out our website at debatethiscast.com. If you like what you hear, you can leave us a review so more people can hear our nerdy, dumb show. Until next time, I'm Kyle Harper. I'm Todd, drinking beer to be good at sports, Thomas. I'm Ant. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, was looking, I was looking at my notes. Uh, I'm Andrew, uh, very sweaty, wicking polo, Henderson. And I'm Matt. Kabadi, 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 Cole. We're saying thanks for debating with us. If you think we're wrong, then you can come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds.